You're listening to the Girls Gone Gab podcast. We're your hosts, Mackenzie and Sierra. Buckle, Buckle up, because we're about to get gabbing. We are back. It's another week of Girls Gone Gab. We're back on the horse, getting up into not the sunset, I guess the sunrise, because, you know. It's the start of the week and well, it's the end of the week for you guys. So I'm sorry to have thrown you off like that. I guess we're getting up into the sunset if you're listening to this on Friday. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, last episode was a little crazy in the sense that you all asked for less bachelor content and more chaos. And we definitely gave you more chaos with a hour and 45 minute <laughs> podcast <laughs> We did not realize it was an hour and 45 minutes, but we felt like um, maybe you would enjoy um, what we had to say, so we kept it all in there. Uh, So we're going to try to keep it a little bit shorter today, but we do have quite a bit of random topics, pop culture topics once again, and we will talk a little bit of Bachelor at the end, but we're not going to do a ton. So let's go on and get her started. So we want to follow up on a few things from last week, or at least things that I noted after the podcast from last week. And they're small, but I'm sure that you saw the articles about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox and how, I mean, it does, does it surprise us? Does it surprise us that her ring apparently when she takes it off is designed to hurt? Like it has the thorns, I guess, on the back of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely saw the articles and saw like the TikToks of people talking about it. I'm not surprised, but also I'm like, how did, how did, how does one even come up with that idea? Like, I just, I'm so perplexed. did Did he propose that to the like jewelry designer? He's like, so listen, what I'm looking for is something painful i, I just know. i don't why though i mean their whole relationship is centered around pain and suffering <laughs> and like karma yeah like if you take this off you will you will hurt you yeah anyways <laughs> i don't know i really don't and you were like, right before we started, I mentioned it and you were like, are you sure? And I just backtracked it. And at least it appears that Machine Gun Kelly has given a direct quote about this. So it is in fact true. The pain, which like too, like how much does it hurt? Like, is he making this more dramatic than it is? Like, is it going to slice her finger or like, is it just like a little, a little tight, a little uncomfy taking it off? Yeah, I know. I'm like, I doubt she's going to, like, lose a finger in the process. But I don't know. Maybe they just were like, just don't, just don't file down those edges. Just keep them nice. And yeah, sharp. exactly. Just you a little know, prick. Like, yeah, just, like, prickly. Just, like. A little, little love prick. little scrape, you know, when, you, when you're twisting it off. So, I don't know. Maybe that's just, like, incentive to keep it on forever. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely real, so it's not like she's got to, like, take it off. I mean, you you need cleaned, but, you know, it's not like her hands are going to turn green or anything, I guess. They're just going to turn bloody if she takes it off. Uh, no big deal. Okay. Moving on uh, from 
the the interesting uh, love affair that is Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Uh, I was shooketh um, to bring back like a total millennial term. I feel like uh, when I found out that Navarro Cheer competes against one other team, Trinity Valley, there are only two teams in the whole freaking category. <laughs> I like. I feel like I've been lied to. I thought it was so funny, like, your reaction when – did I break the news to you, or did you find out? Like, did you already know? Because – You sent it to me, or I sent it to you on a TikTok. I'm, I was going to say, I think I sent it to you, but you were like, this makes the whole thing, like, even more embarrassing and worse that they're acting this way. I was like, I know, because literally the worst they could do is second place, and they're throwing fits, and we're like... Well, and they're acting like, I'm not discrediting their talent, their hard work, all of the things I very much know, Uh, but the way that they portray them on the show is like, they are the best in the nation, like, they beat out all these people to be number one, and like, they have risen to the top, and it takes all of this hard work, and da-da-da-da-da, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Our small little D2 dance team (laughs) that really was, like, not shit. Like, we also, we competed against a lot more people than one other team. I'm like, we are above Navarro Cheer, I guess, because because we beat out more than one team. I'm like, oh, my God. I know. Do they even have, like, a preliminary, like, why would they even have a prelims? For two yeah, years. I was like, I mean, they have a prelim because they show it in the show, but... I know. that. I know. I thought about that after I said it. I'm like, yeah, they do have a prelims. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess, like, one can, you know, outperform the other on finals day, which is what happens. But still, it's just... It's not the same. Not which the same. maybe, I, I will be honest, I did not go back and, like, fact-checked all the years. So maybe that's just, like, the most recent year because of COVID, giving them a small benefit of the doubt maybe like some years there's a couple more teams we got to pull up the NDA records on that I know I I would imagine though it would be hard to find um like co-ed community college cheer teams it does have to be a small category yeah I again I it just seems like it would be a small category um but yeah, not to discredit their talent because they're both like really, really, really good teams. I would just like to see them compete also against like the other D1 schools and then see how they compare then. Like then where right. do they fall? Because right. again, it's like, how, are they going to be number one or number two against like 17 teams or or not? <laughs> So, I don't know. I feel like uh, kind of what you said about, like, just feeling lied to. It's like, I just feel like this whole time I thought that they were, like, the best because they beat everyone. But they're the best because they just – they keep winning. Truly. Yeah. And, I mean, they again, their routines and stuff look great. But, like, when I watch them, I've never seen something that I'm like, oh, I've never seen that before. Now, granted, I'm, like, I've been a part of the dance and cheer world – but also, like, I've watched so many performances from other cheer teams, and I'm like, this isn't anything unique or new. Right. But we both, like, live 
I mean, we lived in areas where cheer was really big. Like, you know, the UK cheer team is also like national champions many times. times. And that's why when this first came out, I was like, I thought UK was like on top of the game. Like, yeah, just a different different category. And then the U of L cheer team is also, you know, the city of local cheer team is also really, really good. Um, I know the University of Tennessee, um, their cheer team is pretty good. So, like, both of us have grown up seeing a lot of it. And so, yeah. yeah. Needless to say, still good job for them. Like, they're amazing. But we're just going to relax the curtain a little bit. Some transparency. <laughs> we're not snatching back their title or anything. We're not like in revoked. But, you know, I'm just shocked to come to the realization that. They're competing against themselves. <laughs> right. Um, so I think the funniest um, follow-up that I have to last week's episode, we talked about uh, dating, or not, not dating, Hinge profiles specifically, uh, the voice prompts. <laughs> and I feel like I got... <laughs> I sent this to you the other day. I screen recorded it. This was a guy that had liked me. So he sent me a like. I did not send this guy a like. There's no mutual interest here. This is fully one-sided. Um, but he had a voice prompt. And so I listened to it and I sent it to Sierra. And I just, it is like the biggest walking red flag. So I'm going to play it for the pod. Um, the quality is probably not going to be great because I have to play it from my phone, from a screen recording. but. I'll let you guys take a listen. Look, I really don't like being accused of cheating on my girlfriend just because I won't delete every picture of my ex-girlfriend off my Instagram because that was a healthy relationship. I don't regret anything. So maybe people are really cynical, but I'm kind of tired of being accused of that by people who I'd mostly consider to be a significant downgrade from her anyway. So I guess thanks for sorting yourself out. I feel like it maybe it was just kind of hard to hear for me I'm not sure but yeah I think it was I think they should be able to hear because it was I mean it's as loud as I'm talking if not okay okay um so (laughs) this man first of all I mean why why did you feel the need to put this on what value added did this bring to the profile I mean I won't reveal this guy's identity um First of all, somebody, somebody commented on this before. It's like, this sounds like beef between you and somebody else. Um, and I don't know who, because there's no pictures on this guy's profile with a girl. I guess he's referencing like his Instagram. Like he must have photos with an ex-girlfriend on his Instagram. And so like someone must have seen, this is what I'm gathering. Someone must have seen that at some point in time and like called him out saying like, hey, why do you have pictures with the girl? Are you like cheating on your girlfriend? Why are you on Hinge? You know, something along those lines. But I'm like, that was probably one person or multiple people like commenting on this really. And two, even if they are, it doesn't feel like it's broad enough of a problem that you need to address it on your Hinge prompt. It's the first thing like people see on your profile. Like that is my first impression of you. And then the audacity to be like, 
yeah, and it's coming mostly from girls that I would consider to be a um, downgrade from my ex. So uh, thanks for sorting yourself out, I guess. I, which I'm just like, then why don't you just date her? Like, if, exactly. If everyone else is a downgrade from your ex, like, then what are you doing here? What are you exactly see yourself out, sir? Like, I'm like, it seems like you're really pressed about your ex because you're. I just, I've just virtually met you. It's been five seconds, and within the first five seconds, you're telling me about how healthy and non-toxic of a relationship you have with your ex-girlfriend. And I'm like, that's great, but that's not the first thing I would lead with when I'm dating someone. I wouldn't be like, so I just want to tell you about how me and my ex have a really healthy, non-toxic relationship. And if you criticize him, well, then you're downgrade. See yourself out. Yeah, well, it would be like if the first thing I said to someone was like, hey, like me and my ex-boyfriend are best friends, so you better be okay with us hanging out all the time and also like not inviting you ever. It's like, that's not the foot you lead with. It's just, it's red flag on so many levels that he thought, oh, the voice prompt, this is the perfect opportunity to address this. Because like you said last week, like the voice prompts are tempting. Even if you don't like find the person attractive, like most nine times out of 10, you're going to listen. Nine times out of 10, you're going to press play. I am a nosy bitch. I'll tell you that much. And I do want to know what you have to say. It's what was, what was the prompt? What did it say before that? Literally a quick rant about, Oh, I mean, it lined up with what he, what he delivered, but unless your rant is something, let's just take this, take note, boys. If you're listening, if you got your notebooks out, girlies too. Unless you are going to follow the prompt a quick rant about with something that is comedic or satirical in uh, nature, do not actually go on a rant about something. Like, I have also seen people, like, it's something they're passionate about, like, and something, like, good things. It'll be, like, about the environment. Yeah, like, single-use plastics, you know, like. (laughs) Or, like, racial (laughs) equality, which is all great, but, like the delivery of the people that usually do those prompts is always like so heated and aggressive. And it's like, whoa, you could have come at this in like such a more tame way to like communicate your values, but not feel like you're like starting an argument with someone that might be on the same side as you of the rant, but you just feel like you're being like yelled at. Yeah. Like, whoa. Like this Um, man, this man in particular, was already pressed about this issue and was like, I just need to go off. <laughs> like, this isn't the place to go off, my guy. Yeah. This, isn't the place. this sounds like something you need to save for, like, therapy or something. I don't know. You know, because we're Bachelor people, I have to mention, I think I sent, I actually think I sent this to you, like, way back when. Not way back when. Since I lived in Austin, I guess. But it came up yesterday. We were talking about the hinge voice prompts and whatever because I showed this to my friends here when we were watching Bachelor last night. So then one of my girlfriends, she was like, "Oh my gosh! Like, yeah, one time I was on Hinge and uh, this guy like had a video, like a cameo from Ben Higgins, like." like endorsing him basically like yeah you should really date my friend Steven this is Ben Higgins like he's a great guy whatever and she's like I matched with him which I sent you the video I'd never matched with this guy I just saw the video you just first, 
at first I was like, oh my God, this guy knows Ben Higgins. And then I was like, oh, it's a cameo. Not that I would have liked him just because he knew Ben Higgins. But at first I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like a unique twist because he knows girls watch The Bachelor and he's friends with Ben. And then I was like, he paid for this. Like, and I'm like, this is not this out. <laughs> it was like a hundred bucks at least. And then, so my friend, she was like, yeah, we matched. And I guess she commented on the video or, you know, said something about it. And he was like, yeah, your profile is kind of boring. Like you need to spice it up. Like you should, you need to like get a cameo or like pay someone to like add something with a little more spice in there. <laughs> so I just thought that was an interesting take to our conversation because I do think that these like voice prompts and like the Ben Higgins thing, I mean, it, it, it makes you stand out for sure. But I do not think that we all need to go down a path of spending a hundred plus dollars to get random celebrities to endorse us. No. Like, I mean, I can endorse you and you can endorse me. Does that count? Like, I'll make a video and be like, you should date my friend Mackenzie and here's why. PowerPoint. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know how endearing um, that would be, but <laughs> I don't know how convincing either of us are, but I just thought it was funny. I, I feel like it's opened up so many doors for people, but people are also just shooting themselves in the foot left and right with these. Yeah. yeah. Should I play the one that I sent you? <laughs> yeah. You sent me like a good, well, it's, I guess it depends on your version of good. Um, <laughs> yeah. It depends on what your taste is, but, but you this, it was made me, this made me actually pause, laugh, want to share. So in, in my situation, I thought it was funny. So here's mine. I don't know. We'll have to see if this is loud enough. Oh gosh. This guy basically said, <laughs> guess this song. <laughs> and then proceeded to record himself doing that. And which, which last last week, what'd you say? I feel like that gives off very much Mackenzie <laughs> energy. I, at my purest form, I'm just not bold enough to actually post it. But if you actually know me like you do, or my friends and family do, they'd be like, oh yeah, this is some shit she would do. Yeah. <laughs> but I told Tia, I was like, if I did a prompt like that, like, I'm just going to jokingly, haha, suck at singing and sing a song. I would just have to record it, never listen to it, <laughs> and just, like, post. Let it post, never listen. Because if I did and I heard myself back, I couldn't. I would just, I would, like, take want, it down. Yeah, you'd want to, like, either redo it, try again, or just, like, delete it altogether. You're like, nope. <laughs> right. I think, I think that is the beauty and that is the bliss of being tone deaf um, is that when you sing, you don't hear it and you just think it sounds great. And so I'm having a good time always when I'm singing and I'm not having a good time always when I'm listening. Um, <laughs> so what you're saying is when you're singing, you're not also listening at the same time. Right. It, that part turns off. Gotcha. Um, it's only playing in my head. So... 
yeah i don't know uh well really i actually just if i'm singing usually i just turn the music up loud enough that i can't hear myself <laughs> if i have to go acapella it i know that it's a little rough but it's it's even rougher when you listen back so I, I don't know that i'll be doing that prompt anytime soon and i don't know what my song would be i i mean i have the classic light it up <laughs> If you if you know you know um, what that's from one the actual song and then two um, why I've sung that song if you want to call it that <laughs> to Sierra for years now it is it is my trademark it is my signature it is the brand <laughs> that's all I have to say I haven't okay okay I did think about this. I'm sorry that we're going on like a whole second tangent about these voice prompts. I did think about um, doing Fergalicious. Okay, any particular part? Because that's a good choice. Because there's a lot you could you could do the fast part, the anytime I come around with a turn around, look at him that. I just want to stand out and turn around and drum a little mama. I don't want to take your man and I know <laughs> just let me continue. And I keep going for how to play. So I want to eat it, but I'm trying to. That it can't beat you to that question. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like you would have to do that part. But I ain't promiscuous. And if you were suspicious, <laughs> I blow kisses. Mwah. I'm like, uh, I'm comfortable now. You're like, Anna, draw the line at blowing kisses. <laughs> nope. But I'm like, it would be, I would have to have Fergie in the background with me. I don't think I could go fully solo. And I, the, you'd have the to part, have the music. You need to put the music in the background too. It can't just be like acapella, just like you with silence in the background. But maybe that's what makes it funny because that guy, he had no, he was acapella. It was just da 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 down. What it was, and that's what made it funny because it was so bad. But you knew, and like everyone's gonna know it's for delicious. <laughs> I, yeah, I need to have like the lyrics on screen and then like I've got to have the the thing is when you record these you got to be ready like you have to put effort into it because you have to have a YouTube video pulled up because you can't just be playing it from your phone <laughs> and recording it. You gotta, it's a production. I know like really shout out to the people that have done it like you're like okay they put some effort in if if they're like incorporating music or movie sounds or whatever. So mm -hmm. I'll let you guys know next week. <laughs> if I do I'll play the odd well. If I have Fergie in the back, I can't play the, the audio technically because we'll get, we could get flagged. You know, Fergie, Fer, Fergie, if you're listening and we know that you are, let us use your music. <laughs> um, this is really random. I didn't plan on talking about this, but I am going to bring it up. This was not on the agenda. I'll just spend a second on it. But when we were talking about you know, you singing and you were like, yeah, when I sing, like I turn off my listening. Like, again, you said it in a joking way, but it just made me think of this other thing. I was watching TikTok as I do and, you know, learning things as I always do. I feel like I always walk away from TikTok, like learning something. Yeah, something. Impact. Doesn't matter. Um, this girl brought to my attention that like there's this thing it has a name <clears throat> called I think I don't know how to pronounce it perfectly but aphantasia 
where if you close your eyes, um, only like there's a certain percentage of people who can't visualize things. And there's like a chart. So like if you told someone to visualize like a horse standing on grass, there's like this chart where some people see a full color picture of a horse standing on like green grass. Some people see that, but like maybe a little bit less like detailed and descript and then a little bit less and a little bit less and then like total blackness. Like some people cannot picture or visualize clear pictures when they close their eyes. And I was like, I think I may have that because see things. I think I don't think so because I I I think of them like I can think of I'm just thinking a horse on grass but I'm not like seeing a horse on grass. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not seeing pictures. There's no pictures happening. I'm honestly the older I get, the smarter I think I am and the dumber I think everyone else is because I was like has this always been the case I've never thought about this but well I also recently I was having this conversation with a coworker, and it's a similar conversation and you've probably already seen the things about like if you're like some people in their mind they have an internal dialogue Dialogue. and and they just have like abstract thoughts I guess and it doesn't really like form sentences or Mm -hmm. or like when they read they're not hearing like their own voice right they're reading that is alarming to me because I do have an internal dialogue. I, like I, can, I can think abstract thoughts, but I can, like, I'm always talking to myself and people that don't have that, they think it's weird. They're like, oh, you're like, hey, Mackenzie, let's do this. And it's like, no, but it's like, I'm talking to myself as if I was like talking to a friend. Like if I was talking to you, I'd be like, okay, I've got like five more minutes left and then I'm going to take my lunch break and then I'm going to like go grab some mac and cheese and then I'm gonna go on my little walk around the or I'm randomly like thinking about TikTok sounds in my head or like yeah conversations I've had I replay conversations I've had or I start having random conversations that don't exist yes I do too and I hear them in my head and they're me yeah well at least you have that much going that makes me feel a little bit better about you um (laughs) I'm not totally weird but I do have but I have an internal monologue and I, because my coworker was like, I don't at all. Like I have to say things out loud. And I'm like, that, ter- I would be talking all the time. To think I know, like, me too. I wouldn't be able to contain myself. There's a lot going on up there. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, I'm always thinking something. <laughs> like it's something that's being said. But anyway, <laughs> the one, I have that. But two, I can absolutely like picture clear, crisp, clear images when you close your eyes his tail's blown in the wind and he's walking through the grass and all of the above I was like testing myself so I like watched this TikTok and then I was just sitting there for like five minutes with my eyes closed trying to like conjure up some kind of like image and I'm like I see nothing like I see nothing I don't like like nothing of nothing like like you can't picture your mom's face no I can't. It's, just, it's like a world of, literally a world of darkness. I am just shook. Which I'm like, I don't know if this has any con- correlation to the fact that like, I don't remember my dreams or like, but 
again, again, that could be totally separate. But if I close I think my eyes, not awakened enough. I think if, if I want like- to, <laughs> if I want to like think about something, I'm just thinking about like a series of events. I'm just thinking like, let's. So is just it say, just like a word? Or are you just like horse, grass, apple? together it's almost like I'm telling myself a story in my head like like if I were to close my eyes and there's like an audiobook playing it's Mm -hmm. more sound based than it is visual so like if I close my eyes and I'm someone's telling me to visualize a horse all I'm doing in my head is saying like there's a horse running across a field it's gonna keep running but there's no image at all. Not really. It, to me, then I'm like, how do you ever draw anything? How, how would you know how to, because you'd have to have the memory of the shape of a horse. Well, I feel like my imagination is there. Like my imagination is there, but my visualization is not 100%. Like if I want to draw something, a lot of times, like I have to look something up and have a reference in order to draw it. Like I don't, I'm not good at drawing things without looking at things. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to draw a beautiful horse right now. <laughs> From scratch, draw one right now. But my eyes can see him. My eyes see it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, think don't, I don't know. I think I just like know, I know what it looks like. But again, when I close my eyes, I'm not seeing it. I'm just like thinking about it. I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe that I'm thinking it without seeing it. I don't, I don't know. I mean, how to describe that one that kind of terrifies me but two I don't know there's some things I've seen in this lifetime I don't need to see again but they stay there they stay locked in locked in my noggin and they play on um the major motion uh picture screen that is in my mind (laughs) so I guess maybe that's the benefit if you see something horrific you can't see it again like if you were to like see something you couldn't have like an image locked in your mind Not, no, not really. Like, I'm just like, I literally feel like the TikTok audio was like, am I smarter than everyone? But again, it's like, I, I know I, I can describe things. Like I know what things look like. But again, if I close my eyes, I'm not seeing it. I'm not looking at whatever it is I'm thinking about. That makes sense. Right. I don't I mean, know. I it's I really believe weird. That other people are this way and they're functioning in society. It's just, it's crazy when you have something, not have something. It's not like I have a, you have special abilities like me, <laughs> but I'm like, like to you, it seems crazy that people don't think words. So it's the same for me thinking that people don't see pictures. And now that I know that there's people out there that don't have words or pictures, I'm I like, know, like, what's going on with it? The black abyss? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's really nothing going on. Over here. <laughs> I think I understand why I have anxiety. <laughs> I think it's all making sense now. <laughs> why I'm as neurotic as I am, maybe because I cannot turn my brain off. There's a movie and a podcast going on at all times up there. Yeah, I don't know, but there's like studies about this that have happened like recently, like 2020, 2021 like just different you know levels of perception and things and I'm like why am I just not learning about this I mean it seems like you're getting on fine in society but 
I'm yeah, I'm getting along fine, but I'm not a super uh, visual image based person like a lot of people. So, anyways, didn't plan on bringing that up, but I was like, I'm gonna bring this up right now because that blew my mind the other day. I'll be thinking of you different now. <laughs> I'll just be closing my eyes and seeing nothing. I just I'll be closing my eyes and seeing whatever I'd like to see. <laughs> Like, if you told me to close my eyes and visualize, like, Harry Styles right now, like, I'm, I I can think about Harry Styles as a person and, like, just make up a story in my head, but I'm not actually seeing it happen vividly. That's wild. Like, I, they say, like, you can't dream things that you've never seen or you've never experienced, so I would assume it's the same with visualization, like, a concept that I'd never known that I'd never seen with my physical eyes, I couldn't visualize or maybe I could, but it would just be my best rendering of, based on a description, but I, you can't know what you don't know <clears throat> to, to get into um, philosophy here. But I feel like, like Harry Styles, like I know, or, you know, Taylor Swift, a celebrity, someone like that. I know their face well enough that I could picture them doing things or wearing outfits or moving in a certain way or posing in a certain way that I might not necessarily have seen. Like you could say, can you picture Taylor Swift riding a horse at a, like a horse sporting event, like whatever those are called. And I can picture it. Now, have I ever seen footage of her doing that? No. <laughs> but I've seen other people doing that. I've seen Taylor Swift enough. I can like put it together in my head. Yeah. Pretty clear. I don't know. Well, Again, I can like Spielberg up in here. <laughs> I can I can think about it, but like visually, I'm not actually seeing those things. I'm just like telling myself what's happening. If that makes right. sense. Right. So, anyways, very weird, very weird, very spooky, very scary. Good for you, overcoming adversity. All right. <laughs> what else um, is on our list? <laughs> let's see. Um. Well. We did talk about dating apps and then we kind of got off on this tangent and I don't know if we briefly want to touch on West Elm Caleb, who is, um, swept through TikTok at this point and all of New York city, it seems. We can, um, we probably won't spend like forever on him, but if you haven't heard about the, again, global sensation that is West Elm Caleb and yes, West Elm as in like the furniture store. Um, then let's just talk about him for a second. <clears throat> Basically, this guy, Caleb, has been going on a dating rampage in the New York City area, um, and many people who have encountered this man have now taken to social media and to TikTok and exposed him for his antics, such as... Um, a playlist that he has sent multiple people that have the same songs that he'll just like change the name of. Um, he'll just like, like have plans with someone one night and then say he's busy, but he went on a date with someone the other, like a different night while he told somebody else they were, he was busy. Like just seems like he's just doing a lot. He's dated a lot of, a lot of girls and, and then ghosted them. One girl, like, went viral on TikTok with her video about West Elm Caleb. 
And then someone else was like, oh my gosh, I think I know this guy. And so that the pieces started coming together. And as more girls came out of the woodwork, more girls came out of the woodwork to be like, oh my gosh, I've experienced this guy. Or I'm like actively dating this guy. Like at least several girls were very recently dating him. And like the timeline overlapped too. Not dating in like a, we just like met on Hinge and like went on a first date because that's not that serious and you can date multiple people and yeah, it's not the end of the world. But Caleb is out here love bombing people with like lots of texts, sending them playlists that he pretends are dedicated to them, but it's the same playlist for every girl. And then plans like these multiple dates or hangs out with these girls multiple times, hooks up with them, whatever, and then just like disappears. And he's doing this simultaneously with like two or three girls at the same time. Right. So that's like, the sketch part about it. And then he'll just like ghost and fly and off. Never hear from him ever again. Yeah. And also one of the more disturbing parts of the West Elm Caleb saga is that there is one girl that I came across where he just like would randomly unsolicitedly send her like photos of himself and yeah. she would just be like, uh, what do I, like, I didn't ask for this, nor do I know what to say about this. And then he would be like, I'm so sorry, like, trying to play it off. Like, that's not me. Like, I just don't want people to like me for my body type of that's thing. That's such a weird energy. I'm like, like, what? Who does that? Who's like, I'm going to send you... you- this very intimate photo of myself and then proceed to be like, I just want to make sure that you don't want me for my body. Like, that's not something like a. I, I just. Also, when I saw what West Elm Caleb looked like, I was waiting for like this, like, you know, just absolute <laughs> marvel of a man to. Like a Tyler Cameron or something. To be behind the profile. Yeah. No this man is average um I'm not like just saying this to like bring him down or say he's hideous like he's not but he's very much average he's just a white man he looks with like a mustache. with a mustache the dress is like slightly hipster and that is about it and he's a furniture um designer interior designer whatever the heck uh West one, of the, one of the funniest things I saw was one of the girls I guess he sends also one of his things that he does is sends pictures of like things that he's designed to these girls I guess to like try to impress them or like get some kind of response from them like a look at this thing that I designed for West Elm and this one girl literally was like um they were ugly (laughs) she was like and they weren't even that good like the chair was really ugly (laughs) oh my gosh yeah so I think What I really find fascinating about this is actually not, like, his behavior. (laughs) Because I've seen it before. Like, honestly, you're in the dating pool. You are not shocked by this. I mean, I will say, I I don't know that I want to say I'm lucky. Um, Like, I'm just lucky in love over here. But I will say, I have never gotten myself into a situation like the West Elm Caleb like, I just, you hear of all these girls that, like, have no idea that the this guy that they're seeing is, like, married or has, like, five other girlfriends or just, like, they seem totally fine. 
and then like it's and it's out of nowhere and they've been dating them for a long time I'm like at least if I've ever dated a shitty guy like I've just known you know <laughs> like it's in the clear it's not been like a secret um not that I'm out here dating anyone like Weston Caleb and accepting that kind of behavior please <laughs> do not take that as that I'm just saying like I'll go on a date with someone realize they suck and like not go on a date with them again like it's crazy that this happens as frequently as it does, but I know that it does happen frequently. Yeah. So that doesn't shock me, but it's crazy. Like the power of TikTok and how this is just like blown up. And in a way it's, I sent you a video. I think it's really cool because it's like, there's a level of transparency and accountability that I feel like we have in today's day and age that like, you can't just think that whatever you're doing is going to be secret. Even if it's like how you're acting on dates or dating apps, like people talk, people get around and the internet is huge. But then too, it's also kind of terrifying. I'm not defending Weston Caleb and saying like, we need to come to his rescue. But like at the same time, as far as I know, it does not seem like from any of these stories that he has like, assaulted anyone or you know like done anything of that nature to people like he's ghosted people he's love bombed some people he sent some dick pics okay not great behaviors we don't want to continue that but also like I don't know that I can even imagine the magnitude of a situation like this of like if people out there were like West Elm McKenzie and I was literally trending like worldwide and everyone was just like shitting on me. And you know, it has to like be affecting his work life and everything else. Absolutely. Which, like to an extent is justified, but it, well, this lady was just kind of talking about too, how like once things like this happen on the internet, just as a bigger story, not just West Elm Caleb, <laughs> you get all these people that have nothing to do with the situation, like making videos, like, well, if I was dating West Elm Caleb, like, this is what I would do, da, da 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 And it just kind of, like, adds to it. And I mean, I guess, honestly, that's kind of what we're doing right now is talking about it because it's relevant. And so I don't think anyone's harmfully doing it. And a lot of people are doing it in jest, if you want to say. But it's, like, it's just crazy. It's, it's a balance, and I don't know where that line is in 2022. No, I don't either. And like you said, it's, it's one thing to bring awareness and like, you know, exactly what you mentioned, have that level of accountability of like, you can't just treat people this way and think you're going to get away with it. Like this, the beauty of social media is that you can come together, bring people together, spread awareness, like warn people, share your personal experiences and be like, I hope you don't experience this or watch out for X, Y, and Z. Right. But when it perpetuates to this level of like potentially ruining someone's livelihood, like that's a lot. Like you have major companies and brands who are like doing campaigns on, on West Elm Caleb. Yeah. And, and like, I'm like, West Elm Caleb. exactly. It's just, it's so blown out of this like proportion that it's become this whole other thing and it's like at this point I feel like this man should change his name and his occupation and just like start over because he can't 
you can't be a Caleb and work at a furniture store anymore. Like you just can't because of this one right. guy. Right. It, it, it is all just crazy and I'm not trying to get into too deep of a discussion about it, but I think it's, it's a little bit different too, that he's a regular person, not that regular people shouldn't be also held accountable, but like, again, it, it just feels like on a different scale because this man is just a furniture store dude. And he would have never thought that he was like in the public eye, which again, I, I guess it's just a lesson to us all that like any of your behavior or which I feel like, you know, at least I personally try to live my life that way already. Like, I'm not like, oh, well, I can do whatever I want because I'm not famous and I'm not blown up on TikTok or whatever. But it's just a lot, I'm sure. And I don't know where the line is. I don't approve of, nor do I want to date a West on Caleb. But I hope his life isn't in truly shambles, like mental health wise and all of the above and that he's getting his life together somehow, some way. I hope that he is no longer using that playlist and is no longer stringing along multiple people at a time with the same storylines. I'm like, just, just anything. It's got to give you hope. Cause I mean, like I said, look at the man and he's got like (laughs) 10 girlfriends at once. You're like, (laughs) okay, I gotta be able to get one boyfriend. I mean, Come on. Come on. Oh, man. I'm going to change the subject real quick. Have you heard about the green M&M? Okay. I didn't really know what was going on with the green M&M, and I brought it up yesterday at Bachelor Monday with the girls. I was like, does anyone know what's going on with green M&M? And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, like, I think, like, they're making her less slutty or something, and people are upset. (laughs) Which is so bizarre. And they were like, what? And I was like, I don't even know. I haven't seen anything official about it. I just saw a TikTok and this girl was like, what you're not going to do is take away my girl green M&M's like personality and her sass and her sexuality. Like you cannot do that to her. And I was like, is she just like saying that or is it a thing? But now that you have brought it up as an agenda item, it's an official move from the M&M company. Yeah, so someone has made the decision. Sorry that I don't have the receipts and the names and all the things, but just know that like executives at wherever, Hershey, I don't know, the main company, but M&M's, yeah. their branding and their little, you know, characters, the green female, what we portray as a female M&M, um, they're wanting to like, just basically when you said make her less slutty I'm like yeah they're basically like making her more gender neutral yeah they're like we don't want to sexualize her um even though she's a fictional candy character (laughs) so these men executives are like let's like not put her in um like thigh high white boots anymore and let's put her in tennis shoes yeah I'm looking so I look this up as you're talking about it all they did was put her in tennis shoes they just changed her shoes and they're like we just don't want her to be this like sexy Eminem anymore because that's just too much well I will say so the only thing I'm noticing is that um yeah she does not have white um little boot heels on anymore she just has sneakers on which like okay 
why? Why do we have to take her heels off? I don't. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm like, what? Let her keep her boots. What's wrong with the boots? I like the boots. Exactly. But I will say they did change like their legs and their arms were white before, like um, Caucasian colored, I should say, like, you know, a beige, um, lighter skin tone. And in the new graphic, they're more of like a gray kind of color. Like they're like not a human. It's, it's like almost beige, but it's not human. Like, mm -hmm. so I guess maybe they're trying to make them like racially neutral. So, yeah, I get that. That's fine. But why do we have to take her boots off? I, that's my thing. I was like, let her keep her boots. Like the boots well, were cute. Well, what nobody's talking about though, is the why Miss Brown Eminem over here got to keep her heels. I know. I was going to bring that up too. I was like, why does Miss Brown Lady Eminem, she has her cute little glasses on and she gets to wear heels, but they were like, green Eminem. Yes, they did. Her glasses changed, but the green m and they're like, no, she's too sexy. We got to put her in some tennis shoes. Because we only, we because only everybody else might sexualize her. I'm like, what? Why is there a dress code for the M&Ms? And why is it only affecting the ladies? That's what I want to know. Apparently... Eminem tweeted five days ago, it's a gif of green Eminem, and said, did my shoes really break the internet? Girl? <laughs> they also tweeted, which Eminem gets the, oh, this, someone else tweeted this, and then Eminem retweeted it, I guess, and it's like each Eminem's playlist, like which artist they would be listening to. <laughs> And um, it looks like they almost all listen to Taylor Swift, so that's good. <laughs> Green Eminem does not, actually. She does listen to Beyonce, Adele, uh, Casey Musgraves. Um, so that's good. And a lot of them also listen to Beyonce. Love that for them. Anyways. Love that. Anyways, I just wanted to mention that. I was like, what is up with that? What is up with that? Uh, also, speaking of Adele, she canceled her Vegas shows. Not, I don't, I mean, I'm sure they're getting rescheduled, but I yeah. saw that and I was like, well, good thing we didn't buy tickets when we were like, we're going to go see Adele in Vegas. I know. <laughs> I also saw that it's like literally $5,000 to get tickets. So I'm like, uh, couldn't be us anyways. Uh, <laughs> but I, I did see that and I don't, I haven't read up too much on the reasons and I'm sure it is not just Adele herself and she's not like evilly plotting this. Um, but I, cause I saw some of the reaction videos of people like upset about it and my initial, as crazy as some of these people were acting or like how upset they were acting, I was like, honestly, if I had gone to these lengths, like if I had paid thousands of dollars for a ticket flown across the country was already physically in my hotel room like getting dressed ready to go and I just found out I was canceled and like had no other reason to be there I would be upset too I wouldn't be like making a video like this is Adele's fault but I I get the frustration and um all of that but I also heard that at least I saw that she, she's like Adele's like been like dming and like sending like 
apology videos, like, to some of these people that have, like, said stuff on the internet, like, people that have made complaints. She's, like, DMing them, and she's, like, hey, love, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, she's been, like, FaceTiming slash, like, sending video messages or basically talking to people, like, fans. Right. Uh, who maybe were already in Vegas um, because she's had like obviously people on her team or that were maybe on like in contact with her in the area that have like gotten in contact with some of these people and like they've had a chance to chat with her because yeah I don't know all of the details either again I don't think it's Adele just woke up and was like I'm gonna cancel everything I'm sure it was like the best decision that had to be made for like a variety of different reasons and maybe the venue and maybe safety precautions like who knows but I'm sure they didn't just like on a whim decide that and so that did make me happy to see like her be so upset and like apologetic to people on the internet because if I was upset and Adele sent me a message and was like I'm so sorry like I'm gonna fix it as soon as I can I'd be like don't you worry I still love you <laughs> like people would be uh people are probably just acting upset now that weren't even upset in the first place like, exactly yeah just waiting for their video yeah I've I've never had something like that canceled except for Taylor Swift concert back um way back when um I forget like I was in middle school so I'm trying to think which tour it would have been. I don't know if it was a Speak Now tour. I think it was. Could be wrong, but it was around that time. And she got sick the day of the show. And it was posted to the doors of the Yum Center like an hour or two before the show. And I had actually been camping out there all day to like try to meet her and her band. And I was like, 12, 13. And I did meet some of the people from her band actually, but I was gutted. Absolutely gutted. No, I remember when that was like, Taylor Swift, how dare (laughs) you? (laughs) Which again, that's different. That was my hometown. I didn't pay thousands of dollars, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I can imagine it would be a not fun situation for those people yeah no I remember when that happened with Taylor Swift um I didn't have tickets or anything but I remember thinking like oh well she was coming to town and then it got canceled and then the next time she was going to be in town for like 1989 um I did have tickets but then I was going out of town so then I had to get rid of my tickets and then the girl that I gave my tickets to ended up like meeting Taylor Swift like she got selected and met Taylor Swift, and I was like, dang it, if I would have been, and I would have gone to the concert, then maybe I would have gotten chosen, and I'm like, you know what, these things just happen. It wasn't your time. It just wasn't my time, so it's okay, that's how it was meant to happen, and this is how Adele shows. Oh! What? (laughs) Wow, um, (laughs) I just had a vision, um, (laughs) it's just, that's so raven over there, she was just, like, looking off into the distance, like, wait a minute like, hold up wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered this and again so I talked to you a little bit about this before the podcast so I went out this weekend in Austin and I went to some bars hung out with some friends didn't do anything too crazy like I really was not drinking that much I had like a couple white claws over the course 
of like literally 12 hours because we went out to watch a game afternoon turned into night turned into late night etc so in all of that i met this guy who is a friend of a friend just a friend just a friendly friend guy and <laughs> somehow taylor swift came up at some point in time of course i don't even think that i like brought her up i think she came a topic of conversation and he was like oh yeah i've been to her house and i was like hold up pause <laughs> run that back i was like no i'm like what do you mean you've been to her house and he's like like to her house like right on like the shore like yeah i went there for a party like a fourth of july i was like he he, he said for a fourth of july party and i was like what do you mean though and he was like i don't know i'm just telling you like my friends know knew somebody or they knew her or i don't know like i just like he's not a swifty and he was like i don't know i just got invited and I was like, well, do you have pictures? And he was like, no, they take your phone at the door. Like there's like a strict process for the whole thing. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, did you talk to her? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, well, what did she say? And he was like, um, she came up to us and was like, oh my gosh, thanks so much for coming. Hope you all have fun. Like food's over there, whatever. And I was like, wow. Oh, that was amazing. And I was like, do you have any points of contact that we could get back into? So how, how can I now go to the next party? How can I be in that situation next? I'm just like, he was so oblivious. Like the fact that he just nonchalantly got invited to her 4th of July party and went and then just brought it up so casually in conversation. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> and I just forgot that I even <laughs> recollected that. I... <laughs> I guess I forgot it. And then I did recollect it just now. Wow. Glad I re, re, uh, downloaded that into the noggin. Into the files. Cause I'm going to have to ask it. If I see this guy again, again, he's more like a friend of a friend. So I don't have his number or anything. I'm going to have to ask about this. Doesn't sound like he's a close contact of Taylor, but, um, <laughs> a girl can dream. So anyway, sorry that I totally distracted the story there, but I had to, reveal no that's okay that was that was an important side note like yeah thank you for sharing that i casually um, met someone at parties with taylor swift this weekend so do we want to briefly say any thoughts on this bachelor episode that we just had um we can do a quick little like a very very quick bachelor recap and another other bachelor nation no let's take a quick quick break and they'll be right back. All right. Two very quick things. I won't say a lot because for the sake of time, number one, why does Katie Thurston have inverted nipples and why is that even a thing? <laughs> I, I know it was on my list of things to talk about. I was like, I mean, thank you for being body positive, I guess, but it was so out of left field. I don't really see a lot of her TikToks on my For You page, to be honest. Neither do but I. For whatever reason, that one decided to pop up. And I was like, did I need to hear this message? I, I'm not trying to body shame anyone. Like, I'm sorry if you're out there listening to this and you're like, they're offending me right now. But I just didn't even know this existed. 
what? you didn't know it existed i knew it existed i've never seen any with my own two eyes because i'm <laughs> not going around what you say i said you can't picture them in your mind i can't visualize them i can't close my eyes and visualize them but i and i haven't you know been going around asking all the girlies to show me their inverted nips but i know they exist i mean i assume it's not gender specific no i don't think it is but uh, i'm not asking guys to show me this either but i'm like but i did know that that was a thing um yeah but yeah i was just like okay interesting of her to share this which maybe it was therapeutic for her maybe she was like i just need to get this off my chest like literally just this off my chest. i can't even picture it because again i've never seen such a thing and i don't really want to google it um <laughs> i'm not really interested in seeing Again, no offense to those of you out there with it. It's just, it's just new. It's just new to me. And it's a new idea. It's a new concept that I'm warming up to. Okay. So one, there's that. Number two, I did listen to, um, God bless this mess by Hannah Brown this week on audible. Mm. I've been wanting to for a while and haven't gotten around to it, but I will say it was actually really good. Um, which I know it's got good reviews and things it's not like it's the most intellectual book you're ever going to read. Like, Oh, it's a deep thriller or anything, but I, it is, it's well-written. I know, you know, I'm sure she had assistants, all the things, but like, it's just put together. Well, I feel like it tells her story. It still seems very much like genuine to who she is and like, and her voice, she does read it on audible as well. And she performs it very well. Um, and there's actually quite a few things in there, like non-bachelor related that were surprising to me, like, um, that she had cancer and that her, which she did mention this, I guess at some point in bachelor and I remembered it and then I forgot it that her aunt and her cousins were murdered. So like, there's a lot of twists and turns in there that are not just like Tyler Cameron, Pete Weber hookup stories. So I think it's worth a listen. I just had to do my review of the book. Yeah, no, I was going to ask you about that too, because I knew you were listening. I want to listen to, I haven't had a chance or opportunity to yet, but I do want to. So I'm glad to hear that you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, and it's an I, easy listen. Yeah. And I also just wanted to mention too, that I think her dog is cute that she just got with her boyfriend, which I don't know if they got the dog together or if she got the dog and he's just along for the ride. Like, right. I'm not sure the dynamic there, but Wally is very cute and yep. also I is there anything in there about her brother no because it was written too soon that happened written. later didn't it okay. yeah I wasn't sure about that I was like is that in the book she's gonna have to write another book we need a part two. yeah or like, we need part two we need get some more chapters out Hannah I need to yeah, know <laughs> right a special yeah. edition version he's not mentioned a ton in the book. I'll say like she mentions their dynamic and his dynamic within their family, but she doesn't. And she talks about his overdose briefly, but she doesn't go in depth on her brother. Yeah. Well, I do know that Hannah does not follow the yeah. theme on Instagram. Well, take so, that as you will. Interesting family dynamics happening there. But anyways, yeah. Um, I don't know if I have anything else that I want to say about anybody else in Bachelor Nation. Um, 
<clears throat> so maybe we just give some thoughts about the episode. Um, yeah. First of all, Cassidy, just lay it on me. What do you think? So Cassidy, I mean, we already know she's nuts and we already knew she was going home from last week, but the, well, she kind of told on herself on TikTok too. She told, yeah, she already revealed it. And then Clayton goes to sit her down and like talk to her about this. She acts like she's oblivious, but then a couple minutes later, she's like, oh, actually I do remember this. <laughs> and then he takes her to set her down again and is like okay after reviewing you know the information here I'm gonna have to send you home but before he says that he says like he starts the conversation with like you know I have really enjoyed getting to know you and there's like you know I could see that there's a little bit of a connection there but like it's so obvious he's about to break up with her and before he can, like, say the next word, she swoops in for a kiss. Like, he's just sitting there stone-faced, and this girl just, like, dives in. I heard so, about this. So I actually missed this part of the episode, but I heard crazy. that this was really cringy, and, like, I heard that he was in the middle of talking, and that she he's just... He's, like, like mid-sentence, and he's, like, looking at her like, I'm about to break up with you, and she just, like... She, you know, she goes the full 100% of the way to kiss him on the lip <laughs> out of nowhere. And so then he just has to kind of like laugh it off. Cause what do you do? He's just like, uh-huh. so, um, yeah, after what you've told me, um, uh, I don't think that we'll be able to continue this forward, whatever. She starts like bawling and she's just like, I just like, I don't understand. And I'm like the only one here that like really, really does like you. And I'm just like, I like you so much. And I think we can, whatever. She goes home. <laughs> no surprise. As suspected. Um, and then he sends home Kate, who is our um, Oppenheim group girl. I know, which good for her. I was a little bit upset because I had picked her for my lineup for our um, league. Yeah, for the league for our um, bachelor. What's it called? <laughs> bracket. Yeah, bracket. There we go. Um, she was on my list and she went home. So that's not good for me personally, but yeah, she went home. Um, and then we also saw, uh, NC go home, which I just thought she was so pretty and I'm like, how did she get picked out? But, um, yeah, we see her go home and then we had, uh, the only other thing that I really even think is worth noting is that we have the group date that we literally said, never bring back which was the group date from Tasha's season where they're like, let's all go around in a circle and share our trauma. No, wasn't it? Um, was it Tasha's season? I think it was Katie's season. It was Katie's season. It was Katie's season. But either way, I, I remember when we watched that, we were like, don't bring this date back. What did they do? They brought it back. Exactly. They're like, copy paste. Let's all be in a group setting and share our trauma not to say it's not a valuable conversation that they had, whatever, but I would just be so uncomfortable if I was on this date. Also, we were joking <laughs> when we were watching it. Caitlin's first question to them was like, are there parts of yourself that you're not proud of? And everyone like stood up and I was like, what if you just like sat down? <laughs> what, if, what, if, what if you were the person that didn't stand up and you're like, like no, I'm good. I'm good with it. And because I was like, because then she immediately, like, they all sit back down and she's like, okay, 
Clayton, you want to share first? If they would have been like, Mackenzie, do you want to share first? I would have been like, honestly, um, it was really just peer pressure that made me stand up and I don't have anything to say, uh, share with the group. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm actually proud of everything. Um, sorry. No, but it, it's just, it's such a weird, like trauma bonding experience and I don't love it. Um, I get that. I get that the idea is to like get people to open up and like dig deep and like have it feels like a one-on-one -on -one, not a group date yeah it just seems again just like say that peer pressure is not at play there I'm not saying people's emotions were fake or that people were telling fake stories or that I would just big fat lie but I feel like my answers would personally be influenced by the rest of the group because if everyone's crying and everyone's ch sharing like one type of sentiment and this is being filmed i'm not going to be like well let me tell some other story that has nothing to do with this or i don't really feel that emotion like i don't really feel that pressure that you feel about you know what i mean i'm not saying i'm not actually speaking on me one way or the other but i just feel like it then it just turns into a group thing that's like yeah i actually I, I think that too. <laughs> and then the next person goes and I'm like, okay, okay. I feel like we're just creating it this. It kind group. of just, it puts pressure on everyone in that circle to like have some kind of similar weighted story or story right. to bring up because right. you can't go around and be like, if that's a made up question would be like, tell me the saddest thing that's ever happened to you. And someone says, like, yeah, I lost my house in a tornado. And then someone else be like, I got a paper cut once. Like, you yeah. can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's going to have to, like, think of something equally as sad to say. And it's. Yeah. It's or then you feel stupid because you're like, well, now I sound like a hoe. For right. Up Superclip story when mm -hmm. I didn't. Whatever. It's just not a great idea, in my opinion. Um, but the real star of the show, our one and only Shanene, one and only Shanene. First Shanene. of all, she had a lot of shrimps. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> she continues to just like be that she's being bullied by the whole house. And I was like, what is going on? Why is she I obsessed hate. with Elizabeth? Why? She's like, well, you just like don't talk to me and like people don't talk to me when I come around you and you're not making eye contact with like she didn't even look at me and I'm like girl have you ever thought that people just don't want to be your friend like exactly and then she's like telling Clayton that they're bullying her and I'm like girl there's a difference between they don't want to be your friend and they're not trying to be your bestie in the house and bullying you. Bullying would be like they're running around and they're talking about you all the time and they're making fun of you and they're just not talking to you. They're, they're just, just not avoiding you or like not specifically like engaging yeah. with you like intently. But I'm sure if she were to like talk to someone, they would talk back. But yeah. <laughs> like she acts like it's a crime to not like include her in everything. Right. And Elizabeth, all the girls in the house are like, what are you even talking about? That's how you can tell it's completely made up. And then what is the, the other girl's name is Lindsay, I think. She pours this other yes. poor girl under the bus. 
she comes back from her time with Clayton in tears. Like, I don't even know what's going on. And I felt so bad for her. like a part of the show at all. I'm like, and she seems like the sweetest little thing. I'm like, I don't think that this girl is bullying Shanae. And I don't know. It just looks like it's gonna get even even juicier next week. But the the jury is still out on Shanae. It looks like she has to get a rose at this upcoming rose ceremony because she's in the previews for next week. So I know. We, we shall see. I also didn't really love Sarah's one-on-one date, unfortunately. I didn't love that, and I didn't really love the beach Baywatch date either. I mean, no no offense to any of the special guests. Like, so glad they made an appearance, the Becca and the Baywatch yeah. lady, and it's, like, good for them, but it's just they weren't very strong um, I just, ideas, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, not loving it. Not loving Clayton. So, we shall oh see. The drama continues. Drama continues another week. Um, that is gonna take it on home uh, for this episode. So, uh, we will leave you with that. And we will be back next <clears throat> Bye, guys.